Let's talk about coaching people around food and weight, because this is one of the big topics that health coaches choose or can potentially choose, but at the same time feel a lot of resistance or uncertainty around it. And I want to talk more about that today. I want to talk about food and weight and some ways that we can be thinking about this and really recognizing what's going on that is leading to this huge problem and some things that we can be thinking about when we coach around it that I think will really shift your perspective around this issue. So obesity is a huge problem. Being overweight is a huge problem right now. Uh, I was looking up some statistics, uh, the CDC estimates that 41.9% of adults are obese right now. And this is a huge increase over the past 20 years, actually a 40% increase. So this just goes to show that this is an increasing problem. And if we continue at this rate, <laughs> we're, we're going to be in big trouble. Um, it's not something that's slowing down. It's not going away. And so it's something that we really need to talk about, especially as health coaches, because it's a huge area where we can help other people. Okay. Um, the world health organization, I was looking up some statistics on this, so I want to share it with you because I think it's really interesting, uh, has, has said that obesity is a public health crisis. In fact, I just heard something that they said it was way more of a public health crisis than cigarettes and is definitely, um, is the number one leading cause of death. I believe right now, because it leads to so many health conditions. Um, so some of the big ones, diabetes, cancer, heart disease, which are the, I believe the top three biggest killers, um, as far as causes of death for people. So it's a big problem. Okay. And I looked up a few more statistics. Well, first I want to talk about, okay. So then on the other end of this, we have eating disorders, right? So eating disorders impact 9% of the population. This is just the eating disorders that they know about. Quite frankly, I think this, these numbers are probably way off, but that's 28.8 million, I believe it was Americans, um, struggling with an eating disorder. And this is just the well-known, like, diagnosed eating disorders of like bulimia, binge eating, anorexia, anorexia nervosa, um, does not include eating disorders that are probably like food addiction, right? Which is probably one of the biggest things that people are struggling with, um, and may not even be aware of it. So eating disorders are a huge issue too. So we have kind of like these two these two ends of the the stick, so to say, that are a huge problem and related. Um, and I was looking up a few more statistics I want to share with you because when I was looking at this, it, it breaks my heart. I have struggled with eating disorder myself. Um, I think it's such a huge issue and has such a huge impact on so many people's lives. Um, and not just kids. Like a lot of times we thought it was kids or young adults or teenagers, um, even maybe college age kids, but it's, it's adults, right? Like this is a huge problem for adults and it can be a huge problem 
for someone's whole life, which can have a huge negative impact on someone's life. Um, and I know for me, it did, it, it can overtake your life. Right. And whether that's like a diagnosed eating, dis eating disorder, or just struggling with food and, and body image and your weight and what's going on. So to give you a few more statistics, 81% of 10 year olds are afraid to be fat. 46% of nine to 11 year olds are on diets and 91% of college women control their weight through diets. Okay. So it starts young and it continues to be a problem throughout people's lives. So the first thing I want to talk about is that this weight and food issue epidemic um, is not your fault. <laughs> okay. It's not your fault. It's not your client's fault. And I think it's really important that we talk about this. Um, since this is something I have struggled with personally, it's something I've been diving into deeper right now because I've just been so interested in how like body image and, um, yeah, eating disorders like impact us, how they start, like all this stuff. And when I was looking into all of this and kind of getting more curious and digging deeper, it's interesting. And it, I think it's very enlightening to know more about this. And it's something that's important for us to know. And it's something that's important for us to teach our clients and to, to show them because, we're probably aware of these things, but we're not really looking at it and being like, oh my gosh, like this has such a huge impact on us. And it's why so many people are struggling. So the first thing to think about is that our food system is totally messed up. <laughs> okay. Like it is messed up. Um, and we like the government is subsidizing crap food and like um, you know, foods with high sugar and corn and soy and like all this stuff. So we are getting marketed crap food and it's what is the least expensive and it's what's being shown to us in the grocery stores, what's being marketed to us on TV and commercials on billboards and, um, you know, fast food and all this stuff. So first of all, like we're getting those messages um, sent to us all the time. Like you should be eating these foods. Like, you know, these foods are so good. So that's a huge problem. And then the second piece of this is we have been told that we should all look like supermodels to be successful and to make a lot of money and to have a good life and to feel good about ourselves. So at the same time that we're getting marketed crap food, we're also getting marketed messages from the marketing industry, from, you know, all the things, the weight loss industry, like, um, fashion, all these things that we should be really skinny and that we should all look like supermodels. So we can see where this is a huge problem. And this goes back, you know, that hundreds of years, right? Where we're, we've been trying to change our appearance. Like we think back to women who are wearing like girdles and, you know, way back in the day. So this has been an issue for a while or that we should wear makeup, like all these things, right. That we need to change our appearance to be accepted and we need to look certain ways. And a lot of that has to do with weight, um, especially now. And so 
I want you to just like think about this and think of how big of an impact this has, especially now because of social media um, and the internet and TV and we're bombarded by these messages all day, every day of how we should look to be happy and successful. And so once again, we have like these two extremes of being marketed food that literally makes us fat. And at the same time being told that we should be, um, that we should look like supermodels to be happy in life. Okay. So it's, we want to see this. And I think it's really important to, um, allow your clients to see this as well, because it isn't people's fault. You're not lazy. You're not, you know, not motivated. Um, it's, it's an issue with society. Okay. Um, the other thing that I think is really important to recognize is that the human brain has been made to, for survival when it comes to food. And we have throughout history, usually been in a situation where food was scarce, right? If we go back to our caveman days. Um, so the brain wants to eat high fat, high calorie foods because this is like survival instincts, right? And so we have that going on too. (laughs) So it's important to look at like all these pieces in the puzzle. Um, and then the other issue is diets, right? And we're being marketed like all these diets, like especially now. And, um, yeah, even when it comes to like healthy diets, right? Like we've got like paleo and we have keto and we have vegan and like all this stuff. And it's a total brain explosion. As you probably know, if you've been in the health and wellness industry for a while, um, and then there's like Weight Watchers and, you know, counting calories and counting macros and all the things, right? Like it, it's very overwhelming and it's very um, confusing for people and people think they need to be following all these strict rules. And so we can see how the system is setting us up for failure and why people are struggling and need help. Okay. So I want to talk about next, like really, I think the most important thing to be teaching people, teaching our clients, um, when it comes to this and when it comes to what people are struggling with is the importance of individual, individuality when it comes to their weight and when it comes to food. Um, because the thing is, there's a lot of people who are overweight. Obviously we can see from the statistics who are setting, who are in, who are at risk for developing a lot of these diseases and potentially living a life of sickness and dying much earlier than is, than is necessary. Right. And so helping people lose weight is a good thing. Okay. Like there's people who need to lose weight and who want to lose weight, but they, they don't know how, or they're struggling with food addiction, like all these things. Okay. So the important piece here is this is where we get really caught up. Like we've had this huge movement of body positivity, which I think is great. Um, but there's confusion around body positivity is 
we don't want to be saying that it's positive to be overweight at the expense of your health, right? Um, if someone is happy being overweight and they know it's impacting their health and, you know, okay, perfect. You, you, we all get to make our own decisions, right? But there's an important part around recognizing that being at a weight that is ideal for us is going to allow us to live a healthier life and to avoid a lot of these unnecessary health complications, right? Um, where this gets really confusing is thinking that we should all look like supermodels, which is insane. <laughs> okay. Like we don't all have the body of a supermodel. We aren't meant to look like supermodels. So it's very important to when we're working with people around weight and around body image and all this stuff to be very realistic around what is an individual's ideal weight. Okay. Cause we all have our own set weight that is right for us. We all have different body types. Um, some of us have bigger frames and we are just going to be heavier. And that is how our body is meant to be. Some of us are more petite and we are meant to have a lower weight and that is okay too. So it's, it's about helping people find that set point that is healthy for them. And we're all going to look different when we get to that set point, right? Um, some of us may look like models and a lot of us are not going to look like models and that is okay. So where, where we don't want to go is, and this very rarely happens. Um, but obviously trying to, when someone thinks that they should weigh less than is healthy for their body. Right. So we want to, and BMI does not work. Like we can't, we can't go by that. Um, this is really like an individualized process when we help our clients with weight and helping them find what is going to be the right weight for their body and a healthy weight for them, where they're not going to be at risk for these health conditions. And obviously looking at different labs may be helpful as well when it comes to, you know, cholesterol and blood pressure and, um, glucose levels, A1C, like all that stuff, um, could be another indicator, but, and I think looking at body fat percentages is really, really important too, way more than weight. Okay. So all things that we can be looking at as coaches, when we're working with people around weight. Um, and the other piece that I think is really important is not getting into strict food rules or thinking that there's certain right diets, even if they have worked for you as an individual, when you are working with your clients we, we really want to embrace the individuality around what works for people and help them find what works best for them. Because I think this whole food as religion thing, and I need to eat this way, or you need to eat this way because I ate this way and it worked for me. Like it, it just doesn't work. Um, and it's always changing for people too. maybe certain ways of eating work at one time in your life, and then they don't work at another time. So I think this is a really important thing to be teaching our clients as well and to listen to their bodies, not to think I need to be eating this way or I need to be on this diet, even if it's a quote unquote healthy diet, like, um, 
yeah, doing like potentially keto or doing vegan or whatever it is, right? Like we really want to teach clients to listen to their body. Okay. And then the last thing I want to talk about is recognizing that when people are struggling with weight, with food, that it is really a doorway to transformation for themselves. So when, when someone is struggling with this, which so many people are, um, it opens a doorway to looking at our thoughts, looking at trusting our intuition, trusting ourselves, as opposed to looking outside of ourselves for the answers, um, around caring for ourselves, right? Like self-care around setting boundaries and relationships with people. There's, there's so much that goes into this when we start looking at it and understanding nutrition, right? Understanding eating whole real foods and how the food industry is impacting us and these messages we're getting, um, and how we're getting messages around our weight and what our bodies are supposed to look like, like all these things, there's a lot of power in all of this and working with someone around weight or food is just a doorway for them to transform in so many different areas of their life. And we see this, it's very empowering when we take that power back Um, And they start making decisions as far as what's going to really be in their best interest. So just some things that I want to share. Like I said, this is something that I've been diving into myself because it's it's something I'm really interested in, something I've struggled with um, is around, you know, food and body image and all this stuff. I mean, I don't know if there's anyone, women, men, whoever, who does not struggle with this to some point. I don't, you can't live in our society and not. So it's such an important topic and something that I don't want you to shy away helping people from, because I think, um, whether we're helping people with any sort of thing, health issues, whatever, this is going to be something that we're going to address, whether it's the main thing that's bringing someone in the door or not, it's still something that we have to cover with our clients. So I think it's a very important topic to, to understand and to look at yourself. How has this impacted me? Let me explain this to my clients so that they understand as well. Okay. So if you found this helpful, I'd love for you to give this a thumbs up. Leave me a comment. Let me know your thoughts about this. Um, I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to dive a bit deeper into the steps of building a business that feels really good to you, totally authentic, totally aligned, no social media required if you don't want to do it so you can stay away from all the messages. Um, I'd love to help you. And I have a free training that walks you through the main steps of really building a successful coaching business. You can check it out. I will link it below. And I want to thank you so much for joining me and I will see you soon.